Alright, this is our podcast. It's called Movie Chat. Um, a podcast in which we watch movies we've seen a thousand times already and discuss them. I'm Jackie. I'm Tori. And this is Movie Chat. Roll the intro. They don't talk about the TV. No TV! They don't talk about the books. No books! They don't talk about magazines. No magazines! This is Movie Chat. Movie Chat. Alright, um, this podcast was probably a really bad idea. Um, yeah, we don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> Definitely been sitting here laughing for like... Good, like five minutes, but yeah. it's fine. All right. Um. <laughs> Let, let's start with the credits at the beginning. Um, my favorite thing is how they need to specify that the actors are listed in alphabetical order. Stop. Because <laughs> we all know Molly Ringwald is the most important, but they're not allowed to admit it. <laughs> oh, we're doing the back, the Breakfast Club, by the way. <laughs> very important movie to um to our middle school lives all right i'm just gonna keep going um so i may know that it starts out with don't you forget about me and i'm like wow that's a good song but um what happened to simple minds are they okay where did they go like (laughs) i'm serious um I also noted that John Hughes wrote and directed. Wow, an icon. <laughs> and I quote myself on that. <laughs> wow, icon. Um, John Hughes is really one of a kind. I mean, he's dead, but... <laughs> he's one of a kind, and I love him. I love that. Um, what else do you have about the intro? Anything else? Um, so I have... I just wrote that, like, the fact that they read the essay at the beginning kind of doesn't make any sense, because there's no point in watching the entire movie after that, because that just sums the entire thing up. Like, the movie doesn't add anything after reading the essay. <laughs> so, why did they read it at the beginning? Um, during that part, when you know they're going to, like, each of the little scenes, I noticed that there was, like, the one part with all the pictures and the guys that say, like, man of the year. The man of the year that they focus on is the janitor. <laughs> yes! Which is really important. The janitor's the best character. He's There's the only, only, like, seven characters in the whole movie, but the janitor's the best. He's the only one that kind of matters. He's kind of rude, though. I definitely talk about him, because I was really <laughs> angry that day for some reason. Um, I also noted that Brian's mom sucks. She's so rude. Also, that's his real mom and his real sister. <laughs> Yo, wait. Which is really important. I know too many Breakfast Club facts, which we'll get to. Um, I just hate all of their parents at the beginning. They're so rude. My comment on, on those scenes with the parents in the beginning is, wow, parents exist, and they yell at their kids. Edgy. <laughs> I definitely talk about angst. I talk a lot about angst. Um, why didn't any of them drive themselves? That's a really good question. Aren't they, like, seniors? <laughs> they're definitely seniors. Because they're going to prom. <laughs> and I feel like... They must have their... At least Claire and Amelia should have their own cars, because they're, like, the popular ones. And, like, I feel like Bender would have a car. Yeah. He's that kind of guy. We love him. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and then, 
Alright, the next thing I'm interested is when they're, like, in the library, and that library's fucking huge. <laughs> I just made a note that Bender really had to touch everything on his way in, like a girl in a clothing store. He really <laughs> just, like, touched every single object. Like, I can relate. I do that all the time. But, like, was that necessary? Of course it was. <laughs> Throwing it all around him. We love that. Um... I don't get why none of them wanted to write an essay. Like, it's better than just sitting there doing nothing. That's a really good point. Like, at least it's something to do. Brian was so ready to write that essay, too. The walrus, he's like, hey, who am I? (laughs) He was very ready. Um, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The next thing I have is, well, the part when Bender's like, "Does, does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? What does, how does Barry Manilow? I don't know. Because that was something I'm mildly concerned about. I know that... I know that Barry Manilow... He looks like a rat, first of all. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but he looks like a little old rat. I just want to know if Bender's accurate or not. See, he looks like a rat. He does look like a rat. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a rat. I mean, I guess it's kind of accurate. He even looked like a rat Not when he was really. young. Not at all. There. That's a good look. What is that? That's me. <laughs> Alright, conclusion. Barry Manilow looks like a rat. Okay. Glad we determined that. <laughs> um, no, I have a very important question for you. Um, which is... <laughs> like how you're holding up the microphone. <laughs> She's holding a fake microphone up to her mouth. It's not plugged in. It doesn't work. <laughs> If you feel like a real podcaster, leave me alone. Alright, which one's better? Don't mess with the bull, you get the horns, or don't mess with the cow, you'll get the udders. Oh my god. That's from Victorious, right? (laughs) Definitely don't mess with the cow, you get the udders. Like, what does that mean? Let me just say, the breakfast bunch... It was a very pivotal moment. In, we definitely both watched that episode of Victoria's before we seen The Breakfast Club. And we're like, what the fuck is this shit? This isn't good. This Our moms trash. definitely had to tell us that it was a reference. And then I forced my mom to take me to Taria to buy a copy of the DVD. And that's how that came about. Um, I said you can already tell a lot about the characters based on where they're sitting. Woof! Because, like, Bender and Allison are in the back, and then everyone else is in the front because they think they're important. Oh, we love that. But, like, literally, they're all just stereotypes, like, the whole time. Like, no one... That stresses me out. I hate that. No one gets characterized (laughs) at all. Like, from beginning to end, they're all exactly what we think they are. They don't really grow. Well, I kind of talk about that. But, um... So, I think if they all collectively ignored Bender, everything would be fine. That's really true. Just don't... Turn around. Honestly, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just so annoying. Like, don't get me wrong. I love John Bender with my whole heart. But he's problematic. And yeah. I have a lot to say about that throughout this podcast. <clears throat> um, Bender calls Brian homeboy, and I think that's important. Oh my god, I didn't just, notice that. I didn't pick up on that. I just wrote that down. I wrote that Brian stands up to answer a rhetorical question. <laughs> you. <laughs> Honestly, yes. 
the vice principal said something like, oh, like, you want to stay here for another Saturday? And he stands up and he goes, I know right now, sir, that I do not. <laughs> like, that'll be, that'll be a no, no for me. Sir. Yeah, yeah. But he has to stand up to say that. <laughs> and then he tells him to sit down and he goes, thank you, sir. Um, I wrote that Brian is the only sane one there. That is really true. He just wants to write Okay, his is paper. he sane, though? Because, like, no, later in it... No, <laughs> He's not. But in this moment, compared to everyone else, he seems fairly normal. He's writing... He just wants to write his paper! Like, I quote myself for real. Why can't they be quiet and write their paper? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah... I mean, you think it would at least take, like, a few hours before they start causing trouble, but it's, like, immediately. Like, they really can't sit there for a whole 30 seconds. ADHD. Oh my god. Um, um, my next note is, Allison gives zero shits, and I'm here for it. Everyone's, like, fucking around, and she's just making these weird noises in the back. She's, like, chewing on her finger, and I yeah. get that. I get that. She's just chewing on her finger, and everyone's judging her, and she's just like, oh, hey, guys. Oh. <laughs> So the next thing I have, I, like, skip to, like, when he takes the screws out. Do you have anything before that? I have Brian is a walrus. Is that before that? I think so. Um. <clears throat> the only thing I commented on is that we thought that was the funniest thing ever in middle school. Like, the, the entire time, we I... thought being a walrus by sticking a pen up your nose was the funniest thing. That's refined humor. <laughs> <laughs> so sad um this is why no one liked us in middle school but that's fine um oh that was sad okay so then benner gets up and he he goes to take the screws out of the um out of the door and he just lets that door slam shut yes and i feel like if he was why would you let the door slam <laughs> Um, oh my god. And then, you know, Vernon comes in, and he's like, hey, who closed that door? And Bender's like, I think a screw fell out. And then, you know, Vernon's... <laughs> he gets up, and he puts that, like, plastic folding chair, thinking it'll hold the door open, and it just slams shut. I wrote, the folding chair not holding the door equals comedy gold. And it is. It just slams right shut. It really is. Um, I also think it's really, really good that he gets Emilio... Alright, Emilio's character is named Andrew, first of all, but I call him Emilio. I can't explain why. I had a rough middle school years, whatever. Emilio's Emilio. <laughs> I mean, Andrew's Emilio. Anyway, um, yeah, so, like, Vernon's like, hey, help me put this magazine rack over here to hold the door. And then Emilio's, like, slipping all over it. And then... God, I memorized, I know. Bender's like, but what if there's a fire? I think endangering children in this juncture of your career would be, like, bad. I don't know what he says. And then Vernon just stops, and he goes, what are you doing? Why would you think of this? Go back to your seat. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to stand here in front of you. That's good, too. Ten out of ten, good job, John Hughes. So I just realized that I have, like, four notes <laughs> before this happened. But go back over them, go back over them. <laughs> They're all pretty generic. I just heard ten minutes in and Bender has fake flirted with three people already. <laughs> like, it's really true. I don't know why that's part of his character, but he just, like, 
flirts with people aggressively, like, as an insult, and I don't understand it. I have a really good theory about Bender. I don't know where I put it, but I'm gonna get to it. And it's, like, a revelation I had during this, like, 500th time I've watched this movie. <laughs> nice. Like, wow, I noticed a couple things. <laughs> I'm kind of sad. I noticed some really important things later on, because I've never paid attention to, like, the second half of the movie before. That's a big <laughs> mood. I definitely talk about that, too. I, like, literally say, wow, I always skip through this. I just wrote, Brian is in all the nerd clubs and feels the need to interject during a, during a deep conversation. Literally, it's Bender and Claire just, like, talking about, like, life and, like, social obligations. And then Brian's like, I'm in the physics club. We had to talk about physics and uh, properties of physics. Um, So that fuck you that Bender does, the really loud one, after Vernon leaves, is so angsty it makes me want to puke. That's all I gotta say about that. Yep. I just wrote, why isn't eat my shorts a popular insult? Because honestly, it should be. I mean, they use it on The Simpsons. I know that Bart says it all the time on The Simpsons. But, like... That's quality. But no, no one says life. that in real life. Watch me start saying that. We need to. Make oh. it a real thing. <laughs> Make it real. Um, I said that um, the dandruff on the picture is disgusting. I said that's me when I don't shower. <laughs> Remember the Victorious when it's glitter? Oh my like, god. That's me. Yes. <laughs> that one's me. Um, At that point, I wondered how Allison was still alive, just like in general. She makes me sad. Like, I feel like she should be dead by now, based on her life choices. She makes me so sad. But it's okay. Um, so, you know, there... <laughs> I just wrote, Bender hates the library. So edgy. He's ripping pages out of books, and he's like, I don't care. I don't, Bender's making a mess! <laughs> and then... Like, why does he think that cool? No one, no one actually reads the library books. No one's gonna notice that he did that. And he's like, you're right. It's wrong to destroy literature. And then Brian says something. goes, oh, I love his work. And he just chucks the book at his face. Like, I get that. I felt that. Um, so... Claire and Emilio, he, like, looks at Ben and then goes right back to talking to Claire, and he's, like, he just, they start talking about this party, party when they know damn well none of these people are invited. <laughs> That's so rude. Yeah, seriously. So I just People have done that to me before, and honestly, that's the worst. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. It's fine. This is getting really sad. <laughs> Um, this is, like, later. I definitely skipped over things, but I said, Neo-Maxi-Zoomed Weeby is a very excellent insult, and we should use it every day. I agree. <laughs> I had a comment on the, the Claire is a fat girl's name whole I... thing. He has a whole ass analysis of, like, the kind of fat that Claire is, even though she's not. He's been watching her. <laughs> yeah. I hate that scene. It makes me really uncomfortable. It makes no sense. Like, it's all based on her name. Like, there's not a reason for that. He's just... When did... Oh, yeah, we'll get to my theory. I have that there. <laughs> it goes in with my theory. Um, I wrote that Bender should just sit down and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Because, like... <laughs> why? Um... Oh, I love all the, all the, like, fighting between Bender and um, Andrew. 
Oh, I wrote, everything Emilio says kills me. And I quoted, two sounds, me hitting you, you're hitting the ground. <laughs> we, we should get so a, tough. We should get a sound bite of oh my that. God. Two hits. Me hitting you, you hitting the floor. Anytime you're ready, pal. And then Bender just fucking pulls out a knife after that. This is like, where <laughs> I got into my theory. So, I have a theory that Bender is fake. Like, this is all an act. And he's not really as tough. I mean, yeah, he's not as tough as he seems. But, like, that part where he's like, cause I'll kill you, that's like, that seems fake to me. Yes. He's like acting tough, but really, he's very insecure. He's very. <laughs> I don't know. He's just. He's a fake. And I don't know. You kind of see that throughout. He's acting. Like. Do I even talk about this? I'll get to it. Anyway, continue, continue. <coughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, and then after that part, he fucking slams the knife into, like, the chair, and then Allison takes it? Why does Allison take it? What does she, she need need it? <laughs> what does she do with it? You never know. She, she puts it in her bag. With okay, her yes. <laughs> but, like, did the knife actually make an appearance when she dumped out her bag later in the movie? didn't even look. I didn't look now either. Now I have to watch it again. Thank you, Tori. <laughs> um, I skipped all the way to where the janitor comes in. Do you have um, for that? I said the whistling part will never make more sense, no matter how many times you watch the movie. Like, you can analyze the living heck out of this movie, and the whistle part will never, ever make sense. First of all, it's not real whistling. There's no way people could, like, whistle in sync like that. And then they start, like, playing the music in the background behind it, so you just have no idea what's going on. That is and, one like, of my least favorite parts. Nothing sparked this happening. Someone just started whistling, and then they were all whistling, and then the vice principal was mad. And nothing makes sense about it. It's just there. It just happened. Oh, yeah, I wrote that. The whistling scene feels so out of place. <laughs> yes. Um, when the janitor comes in, I feel like if he ignored all of them, we wouldn't get into this argument once again. Um, he also called all of them shitheads, and I thought that was really rude. <laughs> and he also says that he, like, goes through all of their things, and I'm like, oh, I like that. The janitor is my favorite. <laughs> He's definitely the only one I can really tolerate, but... <laughs> I just, I have another quote from, from the vice principal. I never remember his name, so I'm not, I'm never going to say his actual name. <laughs> but, um, grab some wood there, bub. Stop! He says that to mean sit down. Grab some wood there, bub. Like, why do teachers always have the most inappropriate ways to tell children <laughs> to sit down? Pop a squat. Pop a squat. <laughs> like, that's no, not got, okay. We got in trouble for that one. I have a t-shirt that says that. Stop! I have it right over there. Resurrection at its finest. Um, so Vernon, he, like, picks Emilio and Allison to go get the drinks or whatever. And Allison's first word of the entire movie is vodka! <laughs> I wrote that this in that entire scene in the hallway is so cringy, and I gave it a 2 out of 10. <laughs> yes. I hate that. Like, it's just, I don't know. There's something about it that I hate. Um, but I did quote Emilio. <laughs> All of his quotes are really good. I'm a winner because I got strength and speed. I'm like a I'm like a racehorse. <laughs> I'm a winner because I got strength and speed. Kind of like a racehorse. So yeah, I hate that scene. Was there even a point to him saying that? He was. She like asked him if like what 
he did to get detention. And he was like, he said something about not blowing his ride to college. And how, like, then he's, like, talking about That entire about conversation didn't make sense to me. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Literally nothing makes sense. <laughs> I definitely skipped the whole part with Brian being a virgin. And I don't know why. But do you have anything on that? I didn't. I really, I really just wrote down a bunch of quotes because they good, were funny. Good. We like that soundbite, soundbite. <laughs> Do your best impressions. <laughs> oh God, I don't even remember the context. I think, I think um, Bender was reading like a book or something, and he was like Elephantitis of the nuts, and then he continues talking about this guy with really big nuts, and he was like, his nuts would ride shotgun. I like that. And, like, I didn't remember that part of the movie at all. And I don't understand, like, what it has to do with anything. But he's just talking about really big nuts. He's just starting issues. (laughs) And then Brian's quote, I've laid lots of times. I've laid lots of times. Spoken like a true virgin. (laughs) (laughs) That... That's really accurate. And then he <laughs> says, excuse me for being a virgin. I'm sorry. That's me. Honestly, <laughs> fucking apologizes for it. I'd like to quote John Mulaney here. The one and only, um, you could pour hot soup in my lap and I'd still apologize to you. <laughs> just wanted to, you know, throw a little John in there. Um, my next note is just in all caps, the sandwich. Jesus, I definitely talk about that. But first, why does Claire bring sushi? Yeah, seriously, like, it's kind of gross. That's really gross. How does it, like, stay not disgusting? I don't know. For the whole day in her lunchbox. Or her bag. <laughs> it's just a nice little shopping bag. Yeah. I really like that. Um, a good vibe. Um, but yeah, that's kind of gross. And then, yeah, I definitely get into the sandwich, too. Um... That pixie stick. I don't think it's pixie sticks. I think it's just normal sugar. I think it is pixie sticks. But, like, they, it's a straw. Do pixie sticks used to be a, a physical straw? I don't know. And it's, Can like, white. This? It's white. It is white, that's true. But pixie sticks are kind of white. I guess we're gonna go buy some pixie sticks. We should just try it again. No, that was so It gross. tasted like legitimate vomit. And I know. We looked crazy when we were doing that. We were, like, 12. Hello? No. <laughs> what are we doing? The history of pixie sticks. Candyfavorites.com. Cute. What is this? Is there a thing that gets to, like... Candy-filled fun straws. Fun straws! <laughs> Five cents. Grape, Maui Punch, orange, red... Red. This is the least helpful carrot. <laughs> the red flavor is just called red. <laughs> we definitely loved that when we were in middle school. We definitely noticed that. Red. Red. This does not help at all. They're called straws, but I don't know if they were physical straws. Grape, Maui Punch, orange, red, and, and strawberry. strawberry. Chock full of sugar rush inducing properties you crave. Grape. <laughs> Blue. Is it raspberry? Wait, there's ra- mm, I hate this. Which is made out of plastic or paper. I think it's- I still think it's pixie sticks. 
Interesting. It's like old pixie sticks made out of plastic. Alright. We'll never know. I'm <laughs> not gonna try it again. That sandwich is so disgusting. It looks good, you know? A bunch of candy smashed together. No. So disgusting. I know we were being hardcore, hardcore judged when that happened, and I like to give everyone who was judging us a big fuck you. Um, I know y'all probably ain't listening to this, but still, fuck you. You know? Okay. Um, <laughs> what's the next? Do you have any other comments about the lunch? Um, only Bender's impression of Brian's life at home. Jesus I still knew every line of so that. So did I! I was quoting it word for word. Were you doing, like, the, the motion? Yes, I was. Watch, watch. Fishing! <laughs> Ow. Okay. Um, I just said Bender's too angsty. Bender's too angsty. I mean, yeah. He's really angsty, and it's like, hey, take a nap. Get a snack. <laughs> That's all he needs. That'll fix Bender. Just take a nap. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so that, like, there's, like, a clip that goes back to Vernon's office, and he's e- he's in there eating his lunch, and his, like, thermos stuff pours out of his thermos. It, like, spills. What is that? Okay. It looks like mud. Yeah, it's disgusting. It does. It's not the consistency of coffee. It doesn't it drip. Like, it fu- It freaking stays there. It's, like, sludge. It's really disgusting. Whatever that, like, whatever that was... They did not do a good job of making it look like an actual beverage. I think about that all the time. <laughs> like, that's really so gross. gross. The most important part about it is that he has, like, the orange in his mouth. Like, oh, a yeah. smile. And then it falls, and he's like, ugh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I feel that. <laughs> um, At that point, I have Bender touching everything, part two, locker edition. Locker edition. <laughs> when he's just walking through the hallways, touching every single locker. Like, he really just wants to touch everything. <laughs> That's all Bender wants in life. Stop! Um, this is when I mention... This is actually my new favorite part. This is something I noticed that I haven't in the, like, past six years I've seen this. But, um, Brian's reaction to Bender having weed is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. He pulls it out and he goes... He, like, gasps. He gasps and puts his hand on his mouth and he goes... The boy has marijuana. (laughs) Do you approve of this? Marijuana. Boy has marijuana. That was marijuana. Shut up, dude. And I just think that's me. That was really um, great. That's the biggest me. Um, he definitely does it a couple times. Um, and I'd like to know... This is when they're running. <laughs> yes. I'd like to know how big this goddamn school is. Seriously! Because it looks huge! Like, there can't, there has to be another way that they can get back to the library without him, like, finding them. I have a quote. Oh, God. I don't know who said it. I'm pretty sure it was either Bender or Andrew when they're, like, trying to fight again. <laughs> again? But it's, it's just, I'm gonna knock your dick in the dirt. Stop. No, that's Vernon. That's, that's Vernon. Vernon in the closet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna knock your dick in the dirt. That's so rude. Uh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but, like, why does Vernon really fucking want to fight him? I don't know. That's, like... Like, he just gets wildly aggressive at that one point. Let's report him. He should be reported. Oh, my God, I'm looking at this. It doesn't look like he has a leg! (laughs) 
muscle with one leg. Alright. <laughs> um... So this is when I'm, like, really noticing. How old are they supposed to be? Because they all look really old. Yeah. Brian doesn't look old. Yeah. Brian looks like a four-year-old. <laughs> Him and Molly Ringwald were, were both 16. I know that. I'm pretty sure. Bender ben. really... I mean, Bender's supposed to look old, though, because it's supposed to look like he, like, failed out, like, several years. Yeah. I used to know all their ages. Allison straight up looks like an adult, though. I feel... I'm pretty sure she's... No. Alright, I don't know which one's the oldest. Look it up, look it up. I have to. Oh my god. It's gonna bother me. I kinda How am I supposed know. to do this? Okay. How old was the cast of The Breakfast Club? <laughs> but Molly Ringwald felt uncomfortable Stop, I was dancing th- alone. Stop! Molly Ringwald. <laughs> like, she's my fave, but she really kills me sometimes. Oh, yeah, there. So... Bender was 25. Molly Ringwald was 16. Um, Emilio Estevez was 23. The guy who played Brian <laughs> was 16. And the the girl who played Allison was 23. It's not awful. But that's, it's not That's good. a wide range. It is. It's not the worst, but it's not the best. So Emilio and Allison were the same age. That does not look like it. It's fine. Emilio kind of looks like a baby, but that's only because, like, we know his face. He's got nice skin. I definitely talk about that. Well, I think about that every time I watch any Emilio Estevez movie. He has nice skin and nice hair. He's got, like, fine baby hair. (laughs) So does Kevin Bacon. All these trivia facts online are really funny. That's the best. The actor who played it, Brian, hit a growth spurt during production. So at the start of production, he was shorter than Bender, and at the end, he was taller than him. (laughs) Okay, but... Sawyer literally mentioned that he was he was like so surprised when during the dancing scene when Brian was taller than everyone, but like that makes sense now because he wasn't taller than everyone at the beginning. That's so cute. I love that. <laughs> Back on topic. Where yes, were we? Um, I don't know what I skipped, but I just went to. I skipped a lot of things. I'm I'm at the part where they're smoking weed. I skipped to right right to Emilio's dancing. Ooh. To Emilio dancing. Oh. Um, by himself. Oh, yeah, I have that too, but I have, I have some stuff before that. Go for, um, go for it. <laughs> first of all, just, like, why does Brian want to smoke the weed? He's the first person to yeah. follow Bender. He called it marijuana. And then he... <laughs> marijuana. He jumps out of his seat and he's like, I want to fucking smoke the weed. Like, I don't understand. Why? You know... Why does he care? There are so many, like, little plot holes in this movie that really get me. But it's fine. Then I just wrote, literally everything each character does just proves their stereotype. It's stupid. Which, throughout the entire movie, this is true. But just, like, everything they do is just exactly what you expect for those five stereotypes. And I don't understand. It makes me sad. Like, what was the point? Anyway, now we're at the dancing part. How, <laughs> m- how many shirts is Emilio Estevez wearing? <laughs> three. The answer is three. three. Um... I wrote, Emilio's dancing is my absolute favorite scene by far in any film. Shows off his true talent. I hope he was paid well for it. <laughs> That's a really important scene. Um, <laughs> definitely watched it a couple times. <laughs> like, there is... Wow, I'm reading this really big thing right now. <laughs> stop, stop. Like, I'm closing this. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> so, like, he's, like... 
he's he's aggressively dancing, and but like at one point he's like power walking and he's like punching, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's me. Um, but yeah, that's what I got for Emilio. Um, I'm gonna jump down to Bender cleaning his teeth with Claire's makeup brush, and I found that really disgusting because he's gonna get makeup all in his teeth, and she's gonna get teeth germs all in her makeup. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that was really <laughs> gross. I really had no idea what was going on at that point. I was just like, okay, he's doing that. That's gross. And then she's like, are these all your girlfriends? And he's like, some of them yes, some of them no. Some of them I just consider. And he's like, why do you have so much shit in your purse? And she's like, well, maybe I just don't throw anything away. And he goes, neither do I. And I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> that's not good. That's gross. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I just read Brian has a fake ID to vote. Like, that's a mood. Um, I love that. Yeah. He made himself, like, 62 or something. Love it. Love to see it. Um, so, like, throughout the movie, there's a subplot with the principal and the janitor. Yes. And I don't know why, but I don't like it. Just, the, the principal's just being a dickhead. And, like, the janitor's being a dickhead, but, like, for the good team. For the good team! <laughs> He's a good dickhead. Okay. Um, I mean, I really, I don't like it, but they do make some really good points. I didn't quote Such as? It, but shoot. Um, there was one part, I don't remember what they said, but there's one really, really, really good part where, um, Vernon's, like, all mad about how these kids, like, don't respect him or anything, and the janitor's like, you thought the same exact thing when you were their age to your principal, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. That kind of, like, directly goes back directly goes back to um the quote at the very beginning of the movie the david bowie quote that i wrote out for some reason um the quote is from the song changes and it's these children that you spin on as they try to change their worlds are immune to your consultations they're quite aware they're quite aware of what they're going through and i feel like that's a really important quote and it's important to like the whole movie blah 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 important stuff whatever important um, this is not an important podcast. <laughs> we just have to get our feelings out. Yes. And then I, like, separated it. This is, I'm now into the circle scene. The circle scene. There which, was a lot. Nothing Nothing about that makes sense either. Nothing no. about this entire movie makes sense. Not really. I just said they're in a circle like an AA meeting. Like an AA meeting! Um, <laughs> the first thing I wrote was, um, it's a discussion question. Would you drive to school naked for a $1,000? Probably. Like, honestly. <laughs> for a thousand bucks, yeah. I'd do anything for a thousand Jesus bucks. Christ. I'm poor. You can quote Tori on that. Oh, God. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, How about you, Jackie? Would you drive to school naked for a thousand bucks? I'd think about it. <laughs> seriously consider it, at least. <laughs> I'd seriously consider it. I need money. Um... I think it's wild that this entire scene was, like, improvised. I really like that. Well, like, the whole movie's pretty much, like, (laughs) 95% of the movie is improvised, like, but this, she only gave them a little bit of information to go off of, and they just went with it, and it's powerful. (laughs) Nice. Very powerful. I just like how the first thing they talk about, like, they're all sitting in a circle, and they're just talking about sex and screaming at each other. Oh, my God. And that was probably the only accurate high school moment in this entire movie. Like, that actually happens in high school. People just sit in a circle on the floor and, like, scream at each other and talk about sex. Yeah. Like, why? (laughs) 
I said that scene, like, that scene really stresses me out for some reason. Yeah. It gives me so much anxiety. Like, it's so much. I just really like how Emilio Estevez taped together someone's butt Stop! <laughs> to make his father proud. I, I wrote, not gonna lie, I usually skip this part. <laughs> and then I wrote, this monologue is long. I read a full BuzzFeed article and he's still going on about being number one! <laughs> Which is a direct quote, soundbite, here. Andrew, you've got to be number one. Win, win, win. And then I wrote that Brian's little thing hurts me the most. And it's. Oh yeah, I also commented on on Emilio's long ass story. <laughs> I just said, why is the most long and dramatic part this a story about taping someone's butt cheeks together? It's not even that sad. Let's give Brian. There was like long monologue. like sad dramatic music in the background. He's crying. And like it pans over his face and he's crying. Perfect skin. It literally goes from one side of his face to the yes. other, which I I really like. But um So Brian, the two quotes from Brian I put is I see me and I don't like what I see. I really don't and that makes me so sad. Oh. Cuz like, wow. And then the other one I really liked was without trigonometry there would be no light. No light, it's not no light, it's no engineering. Shoot, dang flabbit. Okay, I have a lot more stuff <laughs> about the circle. I, I just wrote, we were really onto something with Brian and Bender both, like, talking about how, like, they each have their own skills and neither one of them is, like, smarter than the other. And then Allison is just like, I can write with my toes. <laughs> like, they were really about to have, like, a meaningful conversation. And then Allison just every single time has to jump in there and say something <laughs> stupid. She's diffusing the situation. <laughs> um, I said that Claire's trick sucks ass. It really does. Like, it's not impressive and... Like, okay. Why... <laughs> I hate that scene. That just depends on, like, how flexible your neck is. Right? I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote Bender sucks, but he's my problematic face. <laughs> Which is not it. <laughs> you can really see how crazy I am just by this. Um, Vernon really just... Oh, wait, no. I don't understand how all of the, all of a sudden they're crying. Oh, yeah, they all just start crying. I mean, I get it, but <laughs> calm it's down. Deep. Like me. But, um, <laughs> I also said Vernon really gave up on checking on them. Yeah, that's <laughs> really of, true. He dipped. Um, did you talk about the dance scene? No, not the at all. The group dance scene. I just wrote this group dance scene. Feels way out of place. Wait, I have way more things about the circle. No! <laughs> Go for it. Okay, first of all, there's, like, they're all just, like, having conversations, and then it's quiet, and then Emilio's like, will we end up like our parents? Oh my god, I was hoping you were gonna talk about this. Just, like, <laughs> there wasn't any context to even wow. start that conversation. He was just like, we're gonna end up like our parents. I, in the victorious one, Jay just goes, when you get old, your butt just sags. <laughs> I think about that a lot. <laughs> you gotta do squats. <laughs> oh no. Really, neither one is more relevant, though. Like, they're both completely, like, not related. No. They were all talking about their parents, sure, but, like, that's not what they were talking about. No. They definitely get into, like, a thing about, 
will they be friends on Monday? Oh, yeah. And I'll get to that. I have a good discussion question. Oh, good. But, um, we can have a nice discussion. My next reaction is, OMG, Brian said fuck. (laughs) That really just got me. (laughs) And then, Brian talking about, like, the lamp, and then talking about how he planned to kill himself with a flare gun? First of all, this is the first time I ever actually, like, picked up on the fact that Brian was trying to kill himself with a flare gun at high school. Like, there's at least 10 billion things wrong with that plan. Why a flare gun? And why would you bring it to school? (sighs) Plot hole! I don't even have, like, any kind of explanation for that, to be quite honest. Like, a flare gun? And he really said, like, I was caught with a gun in my locker. And then literally five minutes later, Allison's like, a handgun? And he was like, a flare gun. gun. And then Amelia just starts laughing, and then they all start laughing, and then they dance. And then they dance. Which is a, it's a super iconic scene, like, I get that. And it's, it's very important to pop culture. But why? Why did it happen? Why doesn't Vernon hear this? That's really true. But, um. Vernon's just, like, in the basement at that point, like, stalking on people's files. He's reading everyone's files. <laughs> Ridiculous. Me, I love that. Um. Yeah, then I talk about, why are we convincing Brian to write this paper for them? And I quoted Claire, she, she goes, um, because he's the smartest. And I'm like, that's a little rude. But it totally works, like, just saying that, Brian's like, alright, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Allison's makeover scene is kind of weird to me. Oh, yeah. Where does that outfit come from? <laughs> That's a really good point. Where did, where did the clothes come from? Like she looks she looks good with with the makeover, but why was it necessary? <laughs> also, Allison not knowing like what to do with her face and like making random noises while she was getting her makeup done. That's, That's me. You. That's what I do because I literally never wear makeup, and then when other people try to put it on me, I'm just over there like screaming, like "Don't stab me!" Hannah and I doing your hair for homecoming. Oh my god, <laughs> that was tragic. That was really bad. It was fun. Um, okay. Um, I stopped taking notes at this point because so much was happening, <laughs> and I was just like, "We all know the ending." I got a couple more. Not a, not a few. Not, not, eh, I don't know what I'm saying. But um, why does Claire go to Bender after he like emotionally emotionally abuses her? That's a really sexual good tension. question. There is sexual tension. Which I, I mean, yes. But, like, I love John Bender with my whole heart. But he's so problematic. It's okay. She can change him. <laughs> <laughs> I could change him. Okay. Who am I kidding? <laughs> um. Really, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, they were fighting, and then they were dancing, and then they were... Locking themselves in a room together. Sexual tension. Okay. Um, I also said Brian kissing his essay is me. Yes. <laughs> there's there's two pairs of people kissing, and then Brian no, kissing him. his essay. And he like he like gives himself a pat on the back for. It. He like punches his own <laughs> shoulder, like a proud dad. <laughs> That's me. Um, Vernon really just doesn't come back. He to really tell doesn't him to leave. Um, I also said, John Hughes is in the movie. He plays Brian's dad at the end. Oh, nice. He's in the car. I love John Hughes. What a guy. And then, um, (laughs) 
Claire really gives her earring to Bender, and he puts it in his ear. That's so gross. That's gross. Oh, God. And the earrings are, like, so gross That's when you take them out of your ear. Sting. But, like... Wow, cool. Love that. It's a look. Also, isn't he, like, poor? Like, wouldn't he just sell that? Oh, for sure. Like, probably did. He and Claire have no future together. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, But Claire just really gave away a huge-ass diamond earring to some random dude. Yep. Who emotionally abused her for the first 90% of the movie, and then she kissed him once. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's the last point I have. Then I have, like, two discussion questions. I have, like, one. Yeah, that's about it. I said, why is this a classic? It's five stereotypes sitting in a room doing nothing. Yeah, it kind of shows, like... It kind of represents, like, a... Teenagers, kind of, in a way. I mean, like, I feel like I can relate... I can I can relate to at least three of them. I mean, yes, but also... It's very stereotypical. It could have been so much better. Yeah. Like... Why, why this one, you know? Out of all the movies that could be classics about teenagers. It's, yeah. It's a cult classic, so, like... That's true. It's got... It's... Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> my first one was Claire or Bender. Claire and Bender or um, Andrew and Allison. Andrew and Allison, Claire and Bender are they're disgusting. The, they're the only ones I have, like, hope for. They're good. Andrew and Allison, quality couple. They mesh well. They, they do. get each other. They only talk to each other, like, twice. Neither of them say any words. <laughs> Listen, Emilio had his whole monologue. He's a racehorse. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> sentence he said, though. He just said it a different way, like, all 500 times he spoke. Like, give me one Emilio quote that isn't about how he is expected to be the best. Oh. Right? <laughs> I'm a racehorse. I have speed and strength. <laughs> That's important. Um, what do you think happens next? Do you think they're friends? They're, they're definitely not friends. <laughs> I'm, I don't think they're friends, but I think if they see each other in the hallway, they'll at least give each other, like, a nod or a smile Yes, or I something. think they would smile at each other. But they're not, like... I think Allison and Brian would be friends. Yes. Allison and Brian would say hi to each other in the hallway. Yeah. They'd Allison, probably become friends. Allison would probably say hi to all of them in the hallway, and the other people would ignore her except for Brian. Yeah. I think the, the rest of them, like, would. They would at least acknowledge her, but they wouldn't say anything. But I still have hope for Emilio and Allison. They're really... They have to stay together. <laughs> Why, though? Because they're important. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I have. That's about it, yeah. That wasn't awful, I don't think. <laughs> um. <laughs> thanks for listening, yeah, guys. thanks for listening. Thank you to the, like, two people who end up listening to this. Really appreciate you. Um, if you made it this far, follow our Instagram. Um, I think it'll be called Movie Chat. <laughs> and on there you can give us suggestions of other movies to talk about and like what 
we should focus on. And I think that'd be really nice if you did if you um if you did that. Um I'd like to thank <laughs> my my brother's band, Chronic Nostalgics, for creating our theme song. It's really nice. Um if you didn't like this, I don't care. Um <laughs> <laughs> we're not really here to please anyone. It's just for our entertainment so we can discuss things. Yeah. Have a fun time. So, um, it would be nice if you listened again. If if you made it this far. But, um, that's all I have to say. Alright, that's all. Bye. <laughs>